Hey, welcome to Holistic Marketing. This is where we bridge psychology, spirituality, and marketing to create more clients. I'm Martina Thomason, and I teach you how to do organic marketing that is in alignment with your personal values and feels good to your soul. If you don't want to run ads or learn all the technical aspects around marketing, but still want to attract and convert clients, listen on. Hello, my friends. I am fired up today. <laughs> Spring is here. The sun is up so much longer. The plants are slowly coming out of the ground. The migratory birds are back. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> All right, so today you are in for a treat. And if you implement this, your life is going to be so much easier, I promise. What we'll be talking about today is simplification. I have been a deep thinker and overcomplicator. Is that a word? I don't know. <laughs> But I've been that my whole life, so to implement the practice of simplifying has been a true game changer for me. So here are some of the topics that I will touch on today to help you simplify your marketing and your business. So the first thing I'll be talking about is constrain, to constrain and not be all over the place. The second is comparison versus your strengths. And the third is perfectionism. <laughs> the good old. It's something that I work with pretty much all of my clients on. So yeah, simplifying is something that I help a lot of my clients do. They have this belief that they have to be all in on all the social media platforms, that they have to go on any new platforms that rises. You know, when Clubhouse came, they were like, oh, do I have to go on that as well? And many of my clients also think that they have to spend a ton of time creating and editing videos for YouTube and they have to have podcasts in order to attract clients to their business. But that's simply not true. In fact, it's actually better to constrain and have fewer things and not spread yourself too thin. And it's, you know, when I say that to my clients, they seem to be feeling such a sense of relief when I do help them simplify their marketing and make their business more lean. And by lean, I mean help them focus on the things that actually contribute to attracting more clients. Some also call this income producing activities or IPAs. But I first want to talk about simplifying your marketing. So although I have a bachelor's degree where I majored in marketing, management and entrepreneurship and also have a master's degree in digital marketing, I've also done several marketing courses for coaches. Now, what I see a lot of them saying is that you need to pour all of your certification and experiences on the table and from that create your signature system. And then, and only then, <laughs> will people start buying from you. And yes, it's true that we need to establish trust and be differentiated in the market, which is what they are trying to achieve by that approach, by the way. However, my experience is that this just perpetuates the already existing tendency of people interested in self-development to take more courses and more certification, even for the hell of it, just to put it on there. You know, it's almost taking a course is a badge of honor that you can just slap on your website and have people think that you are more legit. But 
feeling like a legit coach only comes from your thinking and your belief and also you practicing coaching to the extent where you actually believe that you know your shit. But what we also have to remember is that at the core of it, what people who look to hire a coach are searching for is someone who can help them. (laughs) People who can help them reach their goals and their dreams. And most potential clients aren't familiar with the various certifications and courses that are out there. They have no freaking idea what titles such as ACC, PCC, MCC, and etc. means. And for those of you who don't know, it's Associate Certified Coach, Professional Certified Coach, and Master Certified Coach. And this particular one is a standard developed by the International Coaching Federation, or ICF. But there are hundreds, if not thousands, of coaching titles. And it mostly means something to people who have taken those certifications. (laughs) But, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I am all for getting educated and certified. But it's not what's going to get you clients. So, unfortunately... By you buffering and just taking another course over and over again, it's just not going to move the needle forward. It's just like sitting in a car and just hitting the the gas pedal with the brakes on. So you're like just spinning, but you're not moving forward. So let's, you know, take a step back and think about what you would look for in a coach. Yes, you might be biased to think that those who have the same certification as you are the best coaches, but... Most of you have clients who are not coaches themselves. So (laughs) apart from the certifications, if you were to go out and hire a coach today, what would you look for in that coach? And it's most likely going to be their energy, how they show up, their conviction about their offer and that they for sure can help you. What they say resonates with you. And you recognize yourself in them to a certain extent, or you aspire to be more like them or have the results that they have. You might be attracted to them because it's like very clear how they can help you and that they have you believe that it's possible for you as well to hit those goals. So what I'm getting at here is that you don't have to go wide, meaning that you have lots of certifications. You can go deep. And really master the techniques and tools that you do have right now. And really live in that area or space of sufficiency. What you have now is enough. And this is something that I see over and over again. And it has been such a journey for me as well. Like no matter what it is in life, like it's never enough. And I think that that is so true for our society as well. Like we're a consumerist society. So, but just really get into that space of enoughness because every one method that people use works if we commit to making them work. And you can be a paid coach with clients reaching out to you this week with what you got right now. And if this is hard to believe for you, I invite you to get on a call with me so that I can show you exactly how to get it done, how to get you there. So you can book a free consultation on my website, martinathomason.com. Get on that. If you don't believe that you can attract a client this week through your marketing, book a call. (laughs) Let's talk about it. Let me help you figure out exactly how to get there. All right. So coming back to simplifying. 
So you don't have to be a coach who also does human design, who also does astrology, gene codes, um, you know, specializes in NLP in addition to all of your other certifications, um, that you also do hypnosis and inner child work. Like you can just be a coach who offers coaching. (laughs) How funny is that? (laughs) What a lot of people tend to forget is that people don't really care about how they get their results what processes you'll be using and what frameworks that you use. What they do care about is that they see that you can help them get what they want. If you can help them believe in themselves to reach their goals with your help, that's what will get you clients. And all of this starts with how you think. If you don't believe that you're the best person to help them, that your offer is the best thing to help them get their desired results, and if you don't believe that they want what you have to offer, like that there is no people that want that, then your marketing won't be effective. There will be a hint of doubt in the words that you write and people will pick up on that. No matter how many certifications you have or how many hours you've spent trying to perfect your unique signature offer, like if you have doubt, it's just going to shine through like energetically. We use different words. We have a different vibe about us and and people just pick up on that. So, you know, work on your beliefs, go deep and just simplify, simplify, simplify. So here's what I propose you do instead of looking at yourself and, you know, your achievements, such as certifications and stuff, put yourself in their shoes. If you are a confidence coach, for example, how does your client feel on a regular basis or in certain situations? How would they like to feel instead? What are their thoughts? Where do they limit themselves? What do they dream of? Can you use some of your personal experience maybe to really find out what was important to you on your journey of getting more self-confident? What has really been impactful for you? And just share from that space. That's what you'd want to focus on. Focus on them and how you can solve their problems. Don't waste time looking at your achievements or your certifications and presenting that to them. Like, you know, look at how great I am. No, turn to your clients and look at how you can help them. All right. Also, let's look at comparison because this is huge. (laughs) So another thing I see a lot of coaches doing is that they are trying to fit themselves into a square gray box when they in fact are a sparkly star-shaped person. (laughs) You started your business to do what you love, to live on your terms, to follow your passions, but instead you might find yourself trying to do what others are doing whilst also trying to stand out from the crowd. (laughs) What an absolute shit show! Like it's it's contradictory in and of itself. So we often tell ourselves that other people's strengths are better than our own and if you're a writer like it just comes naturally to you and it just flows easily you might admire the person who is brilliant at video telling yourself that it's so much better to be able to talk directly to the camera and make it look so effortless and that writing isn't you know the way to go (laughs) and if you're a person who prefers conversations You might envy people who are great at teaching through a monologue, for example. But just stop it. (laughs) If you start doing what you're naturally good at, you'll feel more inspired. You'll create more 
new, fresh and inspiring content through your preferred medium and your way of communicating that. And I'm not saying like, don't try to learn new things, but I'm also saying like, don't waste time trying to do what everyone else is doing when you're just really good at this other thing right here. And there's no right or wrong, truly. Like you can you can make anything work. So be kind to yourself and just lean on your strengths. Part of the simplifying protocol <laughs> is to do the things that just feels easy to you. You'll expend less energy and you'll even get fueled by it rather than, you know, getting emotionally drained and drowning yourself in shoulds. You won't spend time in resistance and procrastination to the same extent, but rather bubble over of inspiration and not being able to deliver fast enough because you're just under the proverbial universal genius tap, <laughs> you know, like it just comes to you naturally because you let it flow through the, the channel, which has the least resistance. You just let it flow through you and out of you. And that's just easiest to do in the medium that comes most natural to you. Simplify, 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 <laughs> seriously. Um, so finally, let's look at perfectionism. <laughs> this one is so sneaky because we tell ourselves that we want to ensure that we put what we put out is high quality. We want to be an expert who has all of our ducks in a row and is a picture perfect example of how good life is when we're getting coached on a regular basis. <laughs> And it's so easy to tell ourselves that we need to spend more time perfecting our content. But what we need to ask ourselves is, what am I trying to avoid by spending all of this time perfecting this? Another thought that often comes up is, what's the point of putting content out there if it's not my best work? You know, I might lose out on potential clients or miss opportunities if what I put out isn't amazing, you know, like A plus work. And then I might want to come back and redo it and just know <laughs> because we all know that perfection doesn't exist and that it's a highly subjective mental construct. Perfectionism is a coping mechanism and we use it to try to prevent emotional discomfort. I would say it's the sister to insecurity because we overcompensate by tweaking and refining our content and we put our personal worth into the work that we're producing and you know the, the, the quality of it and we overcomplicate until we get so overwhelmed or we never even get started because we tell ourselves that well it's never going to be enough anyway or good enough <laughs> and you know I sometimes call the notes app on the phone the idea graveyard because <laughs> we take note of our ideas and, and, you know, type it down in the app in part or, you know, complete full ideas and texts, but then we just leave them there and nobody benefits. And if you do revisit some of your old ideas, you have outgrown them and it's no longer your truth and it's no longer your authentic vibe anymore. Like it's just a past version of yourself and it's not reflective of what you want to put out anymore. You know, based on that, <laughs> you might think, well, if you've outgrown it, then maybe it was good that you didn't put it out there in the first place because it wasn't really high quality content. 
But I disagree with that because it's almost like a rite of passage to have some cringeworthy content out there. <laughs> it's, it's like instead of beating yourself up for how bad your old content sounds or looks, be proud of yourself for putting yourself out there and that, you know, at least one person would have benefited from seeing the content that you put out back then because it was aligned with your truth back then. So, you know, whenever you get great ideas or like some part of an idea, like try and, try and just get it out there as soon as possible because in marketing, it's highly effective to take people with you on a journey. In huge productions, we want to have a storyline, like a journey. And that's what people will get, you know, they will tag along and see your transformation and see how far you've come by actually continuing to put yourself out there and seeing the journey from, you know, starting from scratch to where you are at the moment. So what I want to leave you with is simplify everything. Every time you ought to do something, ask yourself, how can I do this in the easiest way possible for me with what I've got right now. There's never a competition or a bigger reward for doing things that are more complicated or harder. You'll have more time and energy to do things that you want by simplifying and you'll be much more inclined to do more work in your business when you feel that it's actually simple and fun. Like you won't be procrastinating and you know having resistance to even starting because you're like, well, I can make this easy. And I can get joy from this. And so keep in mind that easy for you might be hard for someone else. So lean on your strengths to get things done. Do it in a way that fuels you personally. Because you have a unique zone of genius. Even if you don't realize it. Like it just comes so natural to you that you're blind to it. Like seriously. Um, we all have. So use that and Keep it simple, my friends. Keep it simple. Ask yourself always, how can I do this in the easiest way possible? How can I just share some value using my strengths? And like one of my mentors says, create B minus work. Like it's still going to be so much more valuable. You're still going to grow so much more than trying to get A plus work out there and actually not getting it out there and, and you know, wearing yourself out over it so if you have resistance to doing this then you definitely have a perfectionistic pattern and you would want to question that and really get to the bottom of it and and that would totally transform your business like really just to to start getting content out there is you know <laughs> the most important thing so that is everything that I have for you today. And if this was helpful, I would love for you to share it with someone else that might be an overthinker, that might be struggling with good girl syndrome or like being the classic A plus student. <laughs> Just send this their way and yeah, share the love and I will see you next week. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, pay it forward by sharing it in an Instagram story and tag me at Martina Thomason Coaching. If you want tips on how to create amazing content every week, make sure to sign up for my newsletter and get my free guide, 10 Holistic Marketing Hacks to Sign More Clients. It will transform the quality and quantity of your marketing from here on out. You'll find the link in the podcast description box 
in the show notes and in my Instagram bio. So make sure to grab that right now. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.